So you finally started your venture. Congratulations. You're now your own boss, have control over the pace at which you want to grow, and basically a master of your own time. No more constant pressure of running after deadlines, producing a continuous upward sloping sales graph, and you can truly enjoy the freedom of your own venture. Sounds like the dream, but is it the reality? More likely than not, it feels somehow even more intense than your corporate job. While the idea is the passion and the fire igniting you, the bug does stop with you for everything. There is no one else to blame for failures, and there is a constant call for accountability from your own self. There is also this hunger or drive to prove your mettle or justify why you left your job. And therefore, there's still a string of goalposts marking your way. And suddenly you're asking yourself the question, if I knew starting my own venture would have this much pressure, maybe I was better off with my comfortable corporate job. So is there a way to avoid replicating a corporate burnout in your passionate venture? Hi there, I'm Neha. I've always been part of the corporate rat race, unfortunately for me. And I've marveled at the tenacity and the courage that I see from all around me who have had the guts to embark on their own passion. Today, I have with me Shagun Malik, a health enthusiast, actually a health fanatic, who quit her corporate job to follow her passion. After working for international marquee names like ENY and HSBC, she quit and started her own brand of health cookies called Yoga Superfuel. I've seen her throughout this journey and have always admired her for how zen she is. Even when she's dealing with issues like missed shipping or sales during pandemics. And I thought she's a perfect person to talk on how to avoid a burnout in your own venture. Hi Shagun. Thanks a lot for coming on this podcast and sharing your philosophy and your learnings from your journey as an entrepreneur. I have known you for decades, but could you just walk our listeners who are new to this through your decision of leaving your corporate job? Yes. Hi, Leha. Thanks for Hi. having me here. Well, as you mentioned, I was in corporate life for about 15 plus years, EY and then HSBC, doing well, earning well. And honestly, I never thought I would ever leave my comfort zone. But I suppose there was always this nagging idea that I always had that I was getting too comfortable. And at times I would imagine myself 80 years old and still doing like a corporate or having just done corporate life and what's worth it. And I'd started on my fitness journey a decade ago and that had been eye-opening and life-changing for me. It was a complete 180 degree turn. And I embraced that person challenge wholeheartedly. And I guess that gave me the confidence and somehow somewhere sowed the seed for challenging myself on the professional front too. So three years back, I left my thriving profession to pursue my passion of empowering people on their health and wellness journey. And that's how Yoga Superfuel, my second baby, as I call it, was born. And I believe really that, you know, you are what you put in your body, thoughts, work and food. This venture is sort of my paid forward, get others going on the health journey that I was fortunate to back on uh, as well. So I know you and I know how strong-willed a person you are and also what a beautiful support system you have. But I'm sure despite having that support and the will to make this kind of a pivot, you would have faced some doubts or dilemmas for sure. Oh yes. Well, one of the dilemmas I had was really figuring out what would drive me daily, like on a daily basis, what's going to be my motivation, 
to get started and be enthusiastic the whole day. So as I was building out my ventures, you know, one of the fears, and I've shared that with you earlier, is what if I got bored actually doing my venture? And what if I found it too challenging, like it's just too much, and I regret leaving my job? And that was a really scary thought, frankly. And I just, I wanted to do everything possible to not be in that state. So I wanted my principles or the reason why I'm doing it to be very clear and to be very honest about it to myself. And I genuinely wanted to share my passion of leading a healthy lifestyle. I think that was a real drive for me. And then I asked a few tough questions, like would I run after the big numbers with aggressive targets and valuations? And frankly, I wanted to as well at some stage because how else would I justify leaving my job and we're all smart, left brain, corporate rats, all that conditioning was sort of nagging me to go in that direction. And that's what everyone around me also seemed to be encouraging towards, with all good intentions. But then I asked myself, what brings me daily joy? What is it that am I insecure about? Because no matter what, for most of us, we'll always have enough to survive. Our food, shelter, our health, that's never going to be a challenge to take care of. We have enough. We have more than enough. And that is an anchor that I held on to. When you're literally being swept away on the tide, chasing numbers and all the valuation, etc. So I had to keep coming back to remind myself, what's the main drive? What's my main motivation to start off? My God, Shagun, you're such a voice of sanity. That is a brilliant way to keep the spark of your own idea alive and not make it another generic rat race or repeat the same pressures of your corporate world. And you've done that all by yourself. How did you manage it? Well, I guess, uh, you know, it's a, it's a journey. And once I crystallized on the why, my why, which is my main driver for starting my venture, then choices became easier to make. So whilst I'm ambitious with my business and growth, etc., I didn't want to be dictated by anyone on how to grow it. So my big why is learning and doing new things, staying out of my comfort zone, plus enjoying the journey every day and not postpone the happiness to a future hypothetical event when the business grows to an X amount or when so-and-so P invests or shows interest. Those are all hypothetical and that's future joy. I don't want to give up my daily, everyday joy for that. This meant making choices that added to what I was doing daily and minimizing what didn't bring me joy. And I wanted to build Yoga Super Fuel and its value for the long term. So I decided to take the stress of chasing short-term goals like numbers out, focus on building a community that shared my passion of wellness, building super fans versus generic customer base. Because that's what I found fulfilling for me. It was also one of the reasons I decided to bootstrap instead of going for external VC funding. That seemed like a gutsy move, especially in current times when it really is a seller's market for fundraising. And with a superlative product like yours, I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision, a very strong temptation to walk away from. What were your struggles that you had to go through? Did you regret making this decision of bootstrapping? I'll answer your second question first, as it's very straightforward for me. Zero regrets. I'm so grateful I made the decision to follow my heart. And there's no way I would have learned and grown so much personally had I not gone this road. So yes, I'm grateful for this and I wouldn't change a thing. And now on to the struggles. Yes, quite a few. Firstly, learning how to pace myself and not falling prey to burnout, which is so easy to do when you have your own venture, as you also mentioned in the beginning, because the buck stops at you. 
the work, the to-do list, it's never ending, it's continuous. It never finishes. So when it's your own work, it's harder to put a stop because you feel more obliged. So in the beginning, I was going that route and I had to stop and correct myself. So I had to learn to appreciate, to be okay with having unresolved, big unresolved stuff to ask before my day finished, to be able to sleep with it, that I'm going to deal with this tomorrow. Because frankly, my evening time, like the walks with my husband, are precious to me and way more important. And I wouldn't trade that for anything else. Going back to the thing of that's my daily joy. Another struggle was around the mindset, especially in the beginning. Thanks to the corporate conditioning, I was at least, you know, being fixated on the results. So it's very easy to measure myself on what's the result that's coming, to measuring myself versus the initiatives needed to get that result. I remember each time, especially in the beginning when I was playing and learning social media advertising and I would run those ads and not see results, I would just give up and get frustrated. But this is a slow process and you need patience as I'm learning slowly. So it's about new experiments and doing new things every day, exploring alternate channels versus just looking at the results and how much results it produced. Another one that I would like to mention is that constant comparison with the external factors. In this case, comparing yourself with others or other businesses who might have actually taken a different route to build their business. So it's easier to just compare from outside and judge your own efforts or question yourself it's frankly not constructive. So it's about, again, minding yourself of the why each time and coming back to your why. And how has been the journey so far? Well, it's been good. I would say lots of mistakes, lots of learnings, and of course, challenges, but a fulfilling journey, nevertheless. In spite of COVID, we survived and uh, recently launched the kids range as well, Yoga Superfuel Kids, which I'm really, really proud about. It was inspired by my main target my my son at home and it's received some really good feedback from both kids and parents and i'm very hopeful for it so i'm looking forward to actually expanding that part of the business especially the kids range uh, including internationally that's absolutely splendid all the best for that shagun you're a great teacher you've been a great friend and a great teacher as you really changed my life too in the last two years with the fitness and health agenda so i'd like to hear from you what would you recommend to people worrying about moving out of their comfort zone? Maybe a few tips or decision-making framework? I think I would pin it down to two things and both of these have been shared by some of the other mentors and people to me, which I found very useful. First is journaling, which I think I've mentioned to you as well countless number of times. Yeah. It really helped me, frankly. So it is about actually writing down listing down especially when you're starting out in the beginning and you're in that dilemma stage of whether to do or not listing down all your fears or really whatever that's holding you back in detail and the trick here is that it has to be detailed so not generic or high level things but list it down to detail and then write down next to it the truth or the reality what's the worst that can happen is this really so important why am i worried etc so putting it down and this may not happen over a single day or a single sitting. So it's important that you revisit it over a period, editing it long, etc. And then discussing it, I think most importantly, with one person you trust the most and who would give you that naked feedback. Example, I remember very well in the beginning, filling out pages over weekend in coffee shops along Robertson Key and discussing at length with my husband on each and everything that was sort of coming to my mind. I just wanted to clear it especially around my fear of failure and judgment. 
So writing that down really helped pacify my left brain, my rational analytical mind, which would otherwise just keep questioning. Another one, which another tip, if you want to call it, is about really knowing if it's a push or a pull. And by that, the question you've got to ask is, do you dislike, do you really dislike or hate your job or whatever that you're doing? And hence, that's pushing you or driving you to start something on your own. Or is it genuinely that you have a passion or a strong desire to do something different that's pulling you? So it's this pull and the push you have to be very clear about and be very honest about this one. Otherwise, you will move from one unhappy state to eventually another once the novelty wears off. And you could ask yourself, if I was offered my dream job or the dream promotion, whatever that else that really excites you, would I still give that up and leave it to start whatever that you're looking to start off now? So as long as, now it's never going to be that the push that is not going to be there. There will always be parts of the job that you dislike. But I guess as long as the pull is far stronger than your push, you're in a good space. Wow, that's so succinct yet so powerful. And I totally agree with you, especially on the last point of push or pull. Thanks, Shagun. That was great. So in summary, folks, if you want to avoid feeling pressured or jaded in your own venture, I mean, just summarizing what Shagun's been talking about, and you want to keep that spark or happiness alive, which for sure was there when the idea was born in your head, keep reminding yourself of the why. Cut out the peripheral noise, like comparing yourself to others and declutter the pressure on yourself of growth and numbers. If you can live without it, have confidence in yourself that your basic needs are already met. And even if the venture doesn't work, you have the ability to go back to a salaried job to take care of your basic needs. Most importantly, journal and talk to your support system. Know that there'll be stumbles on the way but it is part of the course when you're starting your own venture. And finally, as Shagun said, make sure that your pull is far stronger than the push. Shagun, I can't thank you enough for sharing your journey and thought process with us today. It's an invaluable life philosophy. Even if one is unable to apply it to every facet, I guess one should definitely try and apply it to the professional side. Thanks, Neha. So folks, if you're fearing taking that leap of faith to start your own venture, or a feeling burnt out having started one, I hope Shagun was able to give you some simple guidance. And do try her yummy and super healthy line of cookies at www.yogasuperfuel.com. Thanks very much for tuning in. If you like this episode, do subscribe to our website where we have a host of other such invaluable podcasts, blogs and discussions. And in the near future, you'll also be able to get a chance to ask questions directly to our guests and other members of the community. I'm Neha here with Shop Talk. See you next time.